The Dallas Stars 2021-2022 season has come to a close. And on today's episode, we will talk about Game 7 between the Calgary Flames and Dallas Stars. We'll talk about the incredible, legendary performance we saw from Jake Ottinger in this series and talk about what is next for this franchise, all coming up on Monday's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Monday, May 16th. And this is the most Monday of of all Mondays right now because the Dallas Stars season is over. And and we're going to talk about it on today's episode and talk about how the future is still bright, uh, despite the, the pain that we're feeling right now. But thank you for tuning in today's episode. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. I do hope you will consider subscribing to our show on YouTube as well as on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where you get your podcast at no matter where or how you listen. And we're going to continue to put out shows even in the offseason. Locked on Stars doesn't just come out during the season with games. Uh, we're going to be talking about the draft. We'll be talking about trades in the offseason, free agency, um, coaching changes, potential coaching changes, and all that good stuff. So you're going to want to keep it dialed in to Locked on Stars all through the offseason. But let's get right down to business and talk about this Game 7. Uh, a game that truly lived up to the hype in every sense of the word. I mean, these were two teams fighting for their playoff lives. One team considered a potential favorite to win the Stanley Cup, and one team that at the start of the series was just considered lucky to be there, um, but yet they fought until the very end. And, and I mean, you have to be pleased overall, I think, with the effort of the Stars. I mean, they were outshot in this game. At times, it seemed like maybe they were a little outmatched, but. They hung tough, and I think this was the best game of the series for both teams just because on both sides, I mean, it was just like two boxers exchanging body blows, body blow after body blow, uh, right hook, all the jabs, and uh, it was just absolutely insane to watch. And uh, it's one of those games that I wish I was just a fan of another team getting to watch this because those are some of the best experiences when you just get to watch a a fun Game 7 overtime playoff game when it's not your team's and you have no, no horse in the race, but... Uh, sadly for Stars fans, we are yet again left feeling very similar to how we felt uh, in 2019 watching Ben Bishop do all he could against the St. Louis Blues, but then finally surrendering that goal in overtime. And we find ourselves in a similar situation here, uh, except we have a goalie who's a lot younger and still has some of the better days of his career ahead of them. But looking at this game as a whole and just kind of looking at the team uh, and what they did to put themselves in a position to win, I mean, I think it starts even from the early stages of the game. Jamie Benn scores like 40 seconds into the match, uh, which for me was an, just an absolute roller coaster because my TV froze like two seconds before the goal went in. So, uh, I mean, it comes back like 15 seconds after buffering and and freezing, and I see that they're already you know setting back up for the faceoff. 
Uh, just absolutely insane, but a huge moment for the captain to get the team rolling. Really nice feed from Tyler Sagan to help set that goal up, and I think it was important for those two guys to get involved early, and it helped the team roll for the rest of that first period, and I think kind of set the tone for the rest of the game um, of two guys that are considered leaders for the squad um, going out and taking care of business early on. And, you know, they had to overcome a ton of different injuries in this game. Luke Glendinning uh, out from the get-go because of that nasty hit he took to the head. Um, in game six, Roddick Foxa eventually um, was out about halfway through the game. Rupe Hintz was not a participant in last night's game. So the Stars really, all things considered, did about as well as they could without some of their better players. And Rupe Hintz, debatably their best offensive player out there on the ice. And, you know, they had to overcome that. They had to overcome the Flames counterattack. The Flames end up tying the game at one apiece. And then the Stars come right back down the ice and get that nice goal from Vlad Nemestikov. Another Really key piece to this team down the stretch of the season and in this playoff run. Uh, this is a guy that came to the Dallas Stars at the very end of the trade deadline from the Detroit Red Wings. A pretty under-the-radar move, a, a move that not a whole lot of people were talking about because it wasn't the biggest deal of the day. But I think he's a guy that only benefited the Stars when he was on the ice. And his contract is going to be up this summer. And I'll be curious to see what his future is in the NHL. Will he stay a Dallas Star or will he move on? to go somewhere else. I personally would love to see him in victory green for the next few years, but we'll have to see what the front office wants to do with Vlad Nemestikov. But overall, you just have to be pleased with this team. We might not be pleased with the result. Uh, obviously we want to see this stars team do well. Um, we want to see them go far into the playoffs and on a day that was so fantastic for Dallas sports, the Dallas Mavericks moving on to the Western conference finals. And we were hoping to get another game seven win on the road for a Dallas team. Just not the result that you wanted, but you. I think I don't think you can look at Game 7 and say that the Stars gave up or quit or rolled over. I think they were in it from the very first puck drop until the very end. Obviously, you want them to execute a little bit better on some of the looks that they got at the net, but you have to give a little bit of credit to Jacob Markstrom. Um, and also, that's just the way hockey goes sometimes. So the, the Flames also had their fair share of looks and shots and regulation, and even in overtime before the game winner that hit the crossbar that just barely missed the side of the net or just barely um, you know, got hit by a pad or a glove of Jake Ottinger. And so that's just the way that hockey works. That's the way that the cookie crumbles in the sport and the stars on the losing end of, a, of an unfortunate overtime score. But still a ton of incredible performances in Game 7 as well as the rest of the series. But no performance as big as that of Jake Ottinger for all seven games. After a quick break, we are going to talk about Jake and the legacy that he is building for himself early in his career. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net continues to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Moving right along on this Monday episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day and for tuning in. 
uh, for joining us, whether you have been listening since the first game of the season or even back in the preseason, or if you found us during the playoff run, thank you for stopping by. Uh, you guys' support this season has meant the world to me, um, and I'm excited to continue to make these episodes, these shows for you guys in the off season. Uh, still going to be a lot of interesting and fun talking points and hopefully some fun guests as well uh, in the offseason to help keep us entertained while we wait for Dallas Stars hockey to come back into our lives. But a guy that's going to be living in my mind rent free for the entirety of the offseason because of the impression he has left on me from his performance is, of course, Jake Ottinger, a guy that will be a free agent at the end of the season uh, when it's all said and done, when the season officially comes to an end for the rest of the NHL. And if you ask me, you pay Jake Ottinger anything that he asks for. You hand him a blank check and you say, write any number on this check and we will pay you that amount of money. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. No questions asked. He deserves every single cent that he thinks he is owed. This performance from him in the playoffs is almost unlike anything we've ever seen from a goalie before, especially at his age. I mean, Jake Ottinger's, what, 22, 23 years old, uh, around the same age. I think he's actually younger than me and putting on a performance like that in his first you know, set of Stanley Cup playoff starts. He did have some of those appearances in the bubble, but this was kind of his first official debut in the playoffs in the NHL, and he rose up to the occasion. You cannot peg any of these losses or this series loss on Jake Gottinger uh, and anyone who would do so is a fool um, and should not be making opinions about hockey because that opinion is just flat out wrong. Uh, even looking at game seven, I mean, just an out of this world performance, 64 saved shots, a nine, five, five save percentage. Um, I mean, he was just a brick wall and it's just unfortunate. You go back and look at that Johnny Gaudreau game winner. I mean, the, the margin, that that puck went through the net and between Jake's shoulders. I mean, it was so small, uh, just such a, a tight angle. Um, I say that only goes in one time out of 10, nine times out of 10, that shot either misses or Jake Ottinger gets a piece of it with his shoulder and the game continues to roll on. But that was that freak one out of 10 chance and the Flames are the beneficiary of that one out of 10 chance. But Jake's numbers this series, just absolutely incredible. A 9.54 save percentage across all seven games. A 181 goals against average, one shutout, and 272 total saves. I mean, what else could you want from this kid who at the start of the year wasn't even on the NHL roster? Uh, many people probably thought he was going to see very little, if any time at all, at the NHL level. I mean, he got his fair share of starts in the 2021 season, but that's just because Ben Bishop and Anton Hudobin you know, we're dealing with injuries and just having to take some time off. And I think that was good experience for him. And it just dates all the way back to then of him having to come up and make his first NHL start in the regular season and have to kind of be the guy for that team last year. I think that that toughened him up and kind of got him prepared for how harsh the NHL could be. And I think he had to face some of that harshness throughout the entirety of the season. I mean, he had to watch Anton Hudobin go down. Brayden Holtzby eventually down on the LTIR. He had to watch another goalie come in and Scott Wedgwood and put on some absolute clinics in the crease. But Jake Ottinger, undistracted by it, he kept his head facing forward. He kept moving forward and he continued to improve as the year went on. Anytime he had a bad performance, you could hear him and see him in the post-game press conference say that he was going to continue to work hard and practice and get better. And that wasn't just lip service. He continued to do just that. And he played at a high level down the stretch for this team and is without a doubt the MVP of this playoffs for the Stars. And if you ask me, he was the best player in round one of the playoffs across the entire NHL. And I will absolutely die on that hill. 
just no one else in this playoffs was doing what he was doing outside of maybe Jacob Markstrom. Um, but I still think Jake Ottinger has the advantage of just the amount of shots he faced, some of the acrobatic angles he had to take to make some of the saves he did, even earlier in overtime. Uh, just the scrambles in front of the net with what seemed like every single man on the ice crowded around it, and he's just unfazed. He has an eye for the puck. He doesn't let it bounce out for rebounds in those scramble situations. He just eats it up uh, and allows his team to live to see another face-off and hopefully another zone clearance. So just an insane story for Jake Ottinger in the early stages of his career. I mean, I feel like he's already lived a lifetime of a career in the NHL, and yet he's only two seasons in. Um, and so it's fair to say that his best days are still ahead of them. And it's just so heartbreaking to see the way he looked after that loss, after he lets that goal go in from Goudreau. Um, but I mean, to see his teammates pick him up and to see the respect that was dealt to him in the handshake line from the Calgary Flames players, um, every player seeming to take a little bit longer to speak to Jake um, in that handshake line, much, much deserved respect from Calgary. Uh, and then of course, uh, hopefully Jake's teammates apologizing saying, Hey, sorry, we couldn't get that win for you. Um, but that's one heck of a performance that you put on out there. Uh, fantastic job. And, and, you know, he deserves all the praise in the world from his teammates and just from the rest of the hockey world, because he is the backbone of this team and has been for the majority of the season. And he is for sure the future of this team. And I hope uh, that the front office makes the smartest and easiest decision of the offseason um, and offers him as much money as he wants to stay in Dallas for a long time because I think he has potential uh, to be an all-time great Dallas star. And, you know, we talked earlier in the year about a Mount Rushmore of Dallas Stars players. And if, if Jake Ottinger continues at this trajectory, uh, there's no reason to believe that he cannot assert himself into that conversation. Well, coming up next, we will take a look at what the offseason could potentially look like for this Dallas Stars team and kind of the final thoughts as this season comes to a close for Texas's favorite hockey team. All coming up after another quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it was only 150 calories with 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built Bar. I just received my birthday cake puffs in the mail and I've never had anything like this before. They are absolutely delicious but it's insane because they're good for you it's benefiting you in the long run with the protein and the less amount of sugar and calories only 150 calories in each built bar puff 16 grams of protein and only nine grams of sugar and this is a limited time flavor with the birthday cake built bar puffs and this is an amazing opportunity to try it out if you're looking for a new flavor in your built bar rotation all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy it. You can go to their website right now, Built.com, and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. And we're closing out today's Monday episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for stopping by the show, making us your first listen of the day. This is your host, Dane Lewis, at Dane, double underscore Lewis on Twitter. You can also find our show on Twitter as well, at Stars. Be sure to give us a follow at both of those spots if you do not do so already. But let's talk about kind of 
the final thoughts as we draw a close to this 2021-2022 season for the Dallas Stars. I mean, you look even all the way back to the preseason, to training camp. I think if you went and looked at a lot of people's predictions for the season as far as division standings and the playoff bracket and just how far teams would go, I don't think a lot of people expected Dallas to make a whole lot of noise this season. I think a lot of people expected them to miss the playoffs and what was guaranteed to be a crowded central division and in fact was that five teams from the central made it to the postseason which was the most for any division in the entire league and so a lot of people kind of sleeping on dallas all throughout the season and, and i feel like at times rightfully so because dallas was just kind of a an unremarkable regular season team at times they had some really nice impressive flashy wins um but you know didn't really have the the capacity to be you know a team that had the spotlight on them at all times um that also just comes with being located where they are in texas i mean this is a, a league that was established up in the northern part of the country and in canada as well and so it gets a lot more national attention up there and a lot of the bigger stars play in toronto in edmonton in new york and boston in pittsburgh and, and so a lot of people kind of letting the Dallas Stars fly under the radar. And I think that played to the Dallas Stars advantage and kind of put a little bit of chip on their shoulder. And then, you know, of course, they overcome those odds. They make the postseason. They get in as the first wildcard team, uh, edging out the Vegas Golden Knights and leapfrogging the Nashville Predators who had been in front of them all season long. And then once they get there, the, the criticism continued to pour on. A lot of people said that the Stars were you know, a shoe in to be swept by the Flames or maybe pick up a win in game four and lose in five. But Dallas overcomes those odds as well behind great performances from Jake Ottinger. A lot of guys stepped up and had really big series. I think Yanni Hockenpah took a huge stride in his development in this seven-game series. I think Joe Pavelski had a nice series. Wish we could have seen more from some of the other guys on the top line like Rope Hintz and Jason Robertson. But there's also still young guys developing in this league. And I think they have some bright huge playoff performances in their future and dallas takes this game to seven games or it takes the series excuse me to seven games and not only that they take this team that was supposed to beat them in four or five to overtime in the seventh game and they had them on their heels at several moments in the matchup and they just ignored the criticism all season long and they fought till the end uh, i mean they they took themselves farther than many people thought they could go um, and so I think that this you have to count this as a successful season for this Dallas Stars team. I don't know if overachieving is quite the right word, um, but I think that they defied the expectations and did better than anyone thought they would. Uh, I don't think many people were expecting them to make it all the way to the Stanley Cup like they did in 2020. So to make the playoffs and take a top three team in this bracket to the brink in overtime in game seven, uh, I consider that a win and I consider that a successful season uh, given the expectations for this team coming into the year and big changes could be coming to this team in the offseason I think this is going to be a very interesting and um, potentially very franchise altering offseason all starting with behind the bench with the coaching changes is Rick Bonus going to be the head coach of the stars in 2022 and 2023 I know that there's several strong opinionated people out there that do not want to see him ever again coaching this team. And I, I know that there's a few defenders out there of Rick Bonus. So I personally could not tell you what I think will happen. Um, I, I do think that a coaching change is likely necessary if this team wants to take their game to the next level. Um, but again, I, I have no insight or indication of what is going to become of Rick Bonus in this offseason. But that is going to be a storyline we will be following closely 
uh, here in the early stages of summer. Of course, we're going to have to be looking out for some trades and moves in free agency. John Klingberg has been a huge talking point all season with his contract expiring. Will he find a way to stay in Dallas or will he take his career to a different city uh, and live out kind of the middle to back half of his career uh, playing in a different colored sweater than that of one that is victory green? Alexander Radulov is an unrestricted free agent. Denis Gurionov is a restricted free agent this offseason. Vladimir Mestikov and Michael Roffel, some of the newest members of this team, will need to find new contracts this offseason. And then, of course, guys that their contracts are expiring, but I'm a little more certain we'll be staying long-term with this team. Of course, Jake Ottinger will be due for a contract this offseason. I think Dallas will look to keep him and obtain him for as long as possible. Jason Robertson, another guy who is still on his rookie deal, pay him as much money as you can uh, because he also is deserving of it. Uh, the only only the 40th, 4th 40-goal 40 scorer in Dallas Stars history. And then, of course, Scott Wedgwood, another really intriguing case of a guy that will be due for another contract this offseason. Will the Stars look to keep him on as a backup and potentially try to run the best goalie tandem in the NHL with those two? Or will they let Wedgwood walk and explore different options as well? It's going to be a super fun offseason with a lot of fun storylines and probably some stuff I didn't even mention that's going to sneak up on us and come out of nowhere uh, to make things really fun and really entertaining. And we'll have to watch it all play out and we'll be covering it all summer long here at Locked on Stars. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much again for stopping by and for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform as well. You can, of course, leave a rating or review if you like what you hear. It just takes a few seconds and helps the show out a ton. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we will be potentially handing out some grades for this season and talking about the biggest moments of the year uh, for this Dallas Stars team, kind of starting our off-season review and taking a look back at the season that was for the Dallas Stars. Uh, be sure to follow me on Twitter at Dane Double underscore Lewis and our show as well at Locked On Stars. But we will see you back here tomorrow, Stars fans. Have a great Monday.